Welcome to Parsha in Progress. I'm Abigail Pogrebin, author of My Jewish Year. And I'm Rabbi Dov Linzer, president of Yeshivat Chovevei Torah Rabbinical School. And we are two very different Jews talking about the same Torah together. Hello, Dove. Hello, Abby. We are in Leviticus. Oh, yes. The one everyone loves. Everyone has, loves Leviticus. Has all the sacrifices. That's like the yoke on a bar brought mitzvah's back is getting a <laughs> Leviticus parsha. We are in Tzav. Translate? Command. But this is to command the uh, Kohanim that they have to... The priest, the, the high priest, priest. Thank you. This is good. Well, not the high one. The priest. This is, yes. This is to command the priest that they have to tend the altar and make sure that they remove the ashes from it, you know, every, so that it's ready to be used the next morning. And the altar is for sacrifices. Yes. So we're going to zero in on verse 6-5 in Leviticus. I'm reading now. The fire on the altar shall be kept burning, not to go out. Every morning, the priest shall feed wood to it, lay out the burnt offering on it, and turn it into smoke, the fat parts of the offerings of well-being. And then a little bit later, a perpetual fire shall be kept burning on the altar, not to go out. So that idea of the eternal fire, this sense that there should always be this light, I wanted to talk about that today because, and maybe it's just, you know, in this moment that we're in, with the rise in anti-Semitism and I think the disquiet that our community has been feeling in a way they haven't or I haven't in my lifetime, it there's a lot of language around endurance and around survival and the number of times that people have tried to wipe us out. So that metaphor, whether it's intended or not, mm. that this light keeps burning, it's like this this stubborn mm. optimism, this this kind of indefatigable, bright sign that we are alive and we continue, it just f- seems very resonant for this moment for me. What's your reaction to that? Well... Am I getting no, well, I, too I, sentimental I, no, about... not at all. I, I mean... Resilience? <laughs> no, I, first I would say that I don't know if that's what the fire, the eternal fire was meant to symbolize, but that's okay. You, we can reinterpret symbols. I totally identify with that sense of perseverance and endurance. I'm just not sure that I would... When I think about what Judaism is about, you know, to me that's not... That's a fact that's not so central. Which which is the fact, the fact of our survival, the, the fact, fact of, of our, our endurance. survival, right? You know, but is not a central idea to you, right? Not as much as many others. I think in terms of what what you know Judaism is and what the Jewish people. Maybe if I think what the Jewish people are, but if I'm thinking what Judaism is, I have a lot of other ideas. Like you know, it's the doing of mitzvot. It's uh, as we discussed in a previous one, taking care of the stranger. You know, though though that has to be bigger for me. Um, <laughs> you know, there's. Uh, there's connecting to God. There's a lot of things that are in terms of, you know, living a moral life that are part of what our Jewish tradition is that to me are what gives it life, not this sense of endurance. I think what we're getting at, though, in a way, is one of the tensions that I hear a lot. Because, of course, those things are true. And you're talking about the positives. The, In a sense, this is what requires you to, to go to the sickbed, uh, to show up for the shiva, to worry about the stranger. But there's absolutely a very strong narrative that I think maybe I just hear it because I, I'm at a lot of fundraisers for institutions. There's a huge focus on the fact that we have survived despite the odds. Mm-hmm. There's a huge focus on essentially not that we are victims, but that, that it's, a, it's not only miraculous, it's unlikely 
That's a, are you denying that that's like part of Jewish identity no, for the, American Jews? Well, what I'm pushing back against is, is that if we focus on that as central to our identity, then we say, you know, that's like the messages, which is you should give to the Federation in order to ensure that we continue to exist, which is to me a completely uninspiring message, you know, in order to ensure our continuity, you should marry Jewish. To me, it's like, and why is it important for Jews to continue? If you haven't articulated that, I'm not saying my view is the only legitimate view, but my view is that uh, that I am completely unmoved by give for the sake of continuity. I want to give because Judaism means something, not just because we're going to sustain the people if it doesn't have any meaning. You know these old organizations that have lost a sense of mission, and then it's just give to us because it's important that we still exist. Like, why should I give to you because it's important that you still exist? Tell me why it's important that you exist. No, and I I hear it and it speaks to me too. I guess what I'm addressing is that it, it does seem to me, and particularly for the older generation, they are acutely aware of the uh, the fragility of endurance. Mm-hmm. So it does, forget it being a fundraising talking point, it is animating for them and real for them that it could all go, that it could all be lost. Mm-hmm. And that, yes, that their kids or grandkids might not be Jews, but not just to say that they're Jews, but to say that we are a tiny people who have been buffeted by history and the persecution is a real thing. It shouldn't be a- at all the kind of, the central idea about why we choose to be Jewish, but it is a a pretty powerful mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. to the reality of our story. Mm-hmm. Does it inspire you? Does it move you to act in it particular Well, first ways? of all, I haven't been speaking personally yet. I understand. So that's why I'm asking. I'm representing what I see. Right. Kind of more as an institutional message. Okay. But also one that I think is an undeniable, you know, it's an undeniable through line in, in the identity of American Jews, for better and for worse. It's interesting I you talk about— you think for worse. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I want to make sure off. we heard that. Say it again. I think for worse. And say and say why. Because I think Where's the that damage in it? I guess that's what I'm asking. The damage is, is that it does not do the job it's supposed to do. If the message is just for the sake of continuity, that is not a reason to continue. You need to continue for some purpose. So I don't think it does the job it's meant to do. And, and you're putting it in these kind of disparaging terms, for the sake of continuity only. What if it is for the sake of marking and marveling and celebrating the fact that we are still here, that we are still contributors to society and hopefully beyond Jews? It's not it's a marking of the of the unlikeliness of this story. That's lovely, but then people wouldn't be giving it federation to just mark that. They're giving because they ins- want to ensure continuity. So I ask you, I mean, is that central for you, for your idea? Of I mean, a, you're talking about that it's sort of a victim identity, that there's sense no, that people have wanted to kill us. No, it has to do with victimhood. Please, does this work for you? The idea of the perpetual fire? <laughs> <laughs> no, continuity is a central theme within Judaism. I would say personally, continuity by itself, first of all, I'm so tired of that word that that it, it, it bugs me. But I think the idea of endurance for its own sake, not at all. But it is powerful to me that we've endured. Mm-hmm. I think the eternal flame for me as a metaphor is perseverance as well mm-hmm. as everything else you've described. So, yes, I am moved by the idea of the ner tamid or the eternal flame. You know, for me, it still is about God's enduring presence. And that's the symbolism that I will still keep with it. Shabbat shalom, Dove. Shabbat shalom, Abby. 
Parsha in Progress is written and hosted by Abigail Pogrubin and Rabbi Dove Linzer. The show is produced by Shira Talushkin and executive produced by Josh Cross and Tablet Magazine. Our music is by Blue Dot Sessions. We'd be so grateful if you'd head over to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to the show. It helps more people find us. You can also write or fetch to us at this email, Parsha in Progress at tabletmag.com. Thanks for listening.